This is the Man Up Report Podcast with your host, Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Man Up Report. This is Scott Mann. I am your trusted source for leadership issues that matter in your world and that have an impact bigger than yourself, bigger than me, bigger than the community. Uh, We are leaders without titles, and today is no exception to that. For part two, uh, talking about resilience, uh, my dear friend Eric Hodgson, uh, he is an author, he is a speaker, and he is a resilience leader, a leader without a title, but a resilience leader. And uh, unfortunately, with the loss of his daughter Zoe, um, he, he had to figure this one out, and he did. And he talked to us on the last podcast about that, that, that uh, what, what happened, how he lost his daughter, and how he came through that grief and found a path toward resilience, and now he's on a path to share it with people who are going through grief of their own. Uh, and that's what we're going to dial into today. We're going to get really detailed on the work that he's doing, and more importantly, how you can leverage it in your life. Hey, Eric, welcome back. Thank you very much, Scott. I'm glad to be back here with you. So that takes us to the next thing. I'm going to skip order here, okay? The second thing um, is the work that you're doing, man. I mean, you're showing people how to do that, man. You're mm. showing people. You, this is, look, look, listen up, tribe. This is what I'm talking about. This is what leadership looks like. This is, okay, so there's a gap here. I mean, clearly, all of us go through uh, periods of grief, heavy periods of grief, where it's hard to move forward. And, and Eric has found a way to not only move through tremendous grief in his life, but to make it okay for other people, right? And 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 he, he's sharing that with the world. Uh, and a lot of what you, you do, Eric, is through story, but other things as well, your process for, for thriving and moving on, and you're sharing that. Tell us about um, the book that you're writing right now and, and just what you're doing to help other people build that resilience in their lives. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and... Thank you for for asking about that. It, I'm getting very close to finishing up with the book, and and I hope to have it published soon. And Can you the, tell title us the title is sure. <laughs> the title a title is uh, a Sherpa named Zoe. Oh, I love that man. Uh, you know, I think Zoe guided me uh, throughout my entire uh, throughout uh, throughout her existence here, and even now, I believe that she's still guiding me. And and. Uh, a few months after she passed, I was uh, I had gone back to work and I was having a really difficult day. And I got on the train, and I just I just wanted to connect with her because I was missing her so much, and it hurt. And and I just closed my eyes and I just said, just go somewhere that's really peaceful and quiet, and 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 just see Zoe there. And I did. And and what what my mind's eye opened up to was this very large lake, and there were some mountains in the distance and it was the, the lake was just like a sheet of glass. It was very smooth and it was dusk and the, the sky was the deep blue blending into the pink, blending into the yellow of the sun behind the mountains. And, and, but Zoe approached me from the left and she was wearing a dress that had the same exact colors as the sky. And it was changing with the sky as it was setting. Um, and the very first thing I said to her was, are you okay? And she said, dad, I am more than okay. And I just felt like this, uh, like this, the weight came, came off of me and the, I, I was, re, you know, my stress was reducing. I was, I felt like I was connected to her and, 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 and I asked her if she was uh, a God because just the way that she came at, you know, to me and she said, no, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm God-like, I'm guidance. 
and dad, you are light and hope. Hmm. And we had a few more, I asked her a few more questions. And the last thing she said to me is that whenever you feel like connecting with me, come here, because I'll always be here. And I think that what what I what I believe is that Zoe has been guidance for me, uh, just all the all, all along. You know, you know, showing me things and and just connecting with her and through meditation or uh, I would even say some signs that I've received along the way. But you know, again, everybody's interpretation of what that may be is different. It's just it's it's led into the book and the reason i wrote the book was that i just wanted to to document the 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 journey of going through the loss the aftermath the questions that people typically ask um and then you know creating a new life for yourself coming out of the fog you know by reframing your mindset going from you know, why is this happening to me to potentially, why is this potentially happening for my life? And then, you know, what's, what's the, the things that make you function every single day? Like, what are the things that make your heart sing? What do you like to do? What do you like to go? What brings joy to your heart? It amidst uh, all of this pain, there are things that you, you enjoyed doing beforehand, either with that person or not, but what is it that brings joy and, and makes your heart sing today? Right. And then, and then the formation of your core values is the last thing that it's, you know, if that if the core values create energy and direction for your life. And I believe all those together build the foundation of resilience and coming back from, from, from loss. Wow. That's so, man, I cannot wait until that book comes out. That is going to serve, you know, so many people and you're so humble about it. You know, you, you did much more than just chronicle your journey, your whole, that whole, because I've, I've, I've been so close to you as you've put poured mm-hmm. your heart into this book. And, and I know that the, the sleepless nights you've put into this and, and, and even having to relive the pain mm-hmm. that you've relived so that you could serve other people uh, in a way that you show them it's going to be all right, that it's going yeah. to be okay, that there is a path forward here. You had to go through this gauntlet all over again. And I, and I hope all of you guys and gals listening to this thing understand that what, what Eric is putting forward here is, is such a beautiful guide to, to not only coping with loss, and, but, but having the resilience to get back into the game, right? Mm-hmm. To get back out of, the, out of the arena, out of the bleachers and down into the arena and living your life again. And, 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 and that's what you're going to find in this book is, is, yeah, through the pain, there is, there is a path forward. And, um, and Eric, you're doing on the third thing, like you're not even waiting for the book to come out, man. You're like, you're <laughs> mixing it up in social media. And, you know, recently you've done some stuff with this, with this uh, group called Option B. And I'd love yes. for you to tell our listeners about that and, and what's happening with that and what should we be looking for, you know, so what, you know, we'll come back to the book. I want to end on the book uh, and when we can okay. expect to see it. But talk to us a little bit about this uh, this work that you're doing right now in real time with uh, with Option B and, and social media and how folks who are hurting right now can can use and leverage both that and the stuff you're developing. Absolutely. Uh, Option B was formed by Cheryl uh, Sandberg. She's the COO of Facebook. About two years ago, Cheryl lost her husband suddenly while they were on vacation in Mexico. And she spent the last couple of years working with a psychologist, uh, Adam Grant, and they created this book, Option B, that was just written. But subsequently, she, she created a series of Facebook groups 
around option B that help people to build resiliency in the face of adversity. And one of the groups that she created was grief and loss. And a, a couple months ago when I joined the group, there was about 200 people in there. And uh, that group has now swelled to over 8,000. It continues to grow daily. Wow. And what I experience when I'm in this group is that there are a lot of hurting souls. People are ha asking these questions that uh, I, I want to answer for them or at least help them and guide them so that they can answer those questions for themselves. And some of the questions are, you know, I, I don't know how, I'm, if I'm ever going to feel better again, how can I feel better again? I've lost the love of my life or, you know, my, my son passed away or my daughter passed away or my mom or dad passed away or my spouse. It's so difficult. And I, I understand that pain, but I believe that there's a way to introduce a positive disruptor into that pain to change the, the to, to change that negative narrative, if you will call it a negative narrative, it's just a and it's into a positive disruptor so that it reframes how they're looking at the loss. They're seeing the beauty in that person that they've lost because I don't believe love ever dies. Mm. That energy never goes away. It's still strong. I love Zoe now as much as I did the day that she was born. And that amazes me. And I want to extend that love to everybody that I come in contact with because I know that it's still present. And I think that when you're going through loss and grief and you're trying to figure things out, it's very hard to see that and feel that in that fog. Oh, man, I'm so, telling you. Yeah. And I, I'm just going to cut you off for a second because I, I, I've watched you do this. You know, I watched you do this with a young man. Remember this at one of our workshops who, mm -hmm. whose father, a stepfather had just committed suicide and mm -hmm. um, you were, you spent some time with him and that guy has, com he's completely changed. Like he is in a completely different space than he had been for months after that. And I, oh. I mean, I saw it firsthand how just the extension of that, um, of that love and that, and that pathway can just open up a, a whole new route. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that that's, uh, you know, it, I think when, when somebody does see that light and they see that route, that's where I think that that light that they haven't seen for a while shines through. And now they have some hope and some semblance of, of being able to reach that light because yeah. they weren't able to see it before. And, and I, but I get it. I mean, it's, you can, you, you walk around blind for a while, you know, you walk around just like, what's next? What do I do now? And I think when you enter that state of resilience, you, you don't get knocked down. You get bumped, but you can keep on moving. Wow. So what should we look for in option? So first of all, how do we get to option B? I mean, because it sounds like a great tool, but is there anything we should know about what you're doing there or any work you're doing there? How do we, how do we plug into the stuff that you're doing? Because it is, it is so immediately useful. Uh, that's, that's, uh, it's a great website. Uh, well, for, if you go to optionb.org, you can check out the uh, website and check out various, uh, groups that are available for, there's some for injury. There's some for, uh, you know, divorce, there's groups for grief and loss. If you check that out it, and you can actually go right, it'll redirect you to the, uh, respective Facebook group that's associated with that. If you wanted to become part of the group, you can join. Um, and secondarily, what I'm doing with them is I, I had a uh, discussion with them in that uh, I'm going to be helping people to tell their story. 
I'm going to be helping people to 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 write and tell their story so that in 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 the same sense of it helping me and helping Cheryl, I want to help other people to tell their story in healing as well. Yeah, there you go, guys. So if you're listening to this and you're in that place right now, uh, this is something that's going to be available really, really soon. Eric, how do folks get in touch with you? Because, I mean, there are people right now who, who need this connection. And, yes. um, you know, I'm excited to put them in touch with you. How do, how do people reach out to you and connect to you and, uh, and start doing this important work on resilience? Uh, right now, uh, I'm just launching my new website. It's uh, www.erichodgden.com. And uh, I think, Scott, if you can maybe uh, put that link in, your, in the notes, that'd yep. be great. Um, and uh, this website is really going to be a place to come and, and hopefully help you find the light, help you find that, that pathway back to better days. If you're either if, if yourself, if you're dealing with a loss or if you know somebody who is also dealing with a loss and you want to f- have some guidance for them, uh, I, I'd like to hear from you. I'd love to help you. Well, and I can tell you right now, folks, this guy, this guy is, is, uh, is not of this earth when it comes to the work that he does. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of the work that he does. Eric, when would we look to see the book in a roundabout? I know there's still the publishing piece to do, but, uh, you got it, you got an eye on when you'd like to see it come out? My, I'm, I'm targeting for the end of July for it to be published and it's going to be self-published. It'll be available on Amazon. And uh, I'm excited about that because I was able to get uh, Zoe's older sister, Arminda, to do the cover art and uh, Zoe's older brother, Christos, to do the foreword of the book. So I'm really excited to have them involved in this process. That's so great. Hey, listen, will you do me a favor? Can we plan on uh, when you get ready to launch this thing? I'd yes. love to have you back on. And I'm going to I'm going to ask for the right of first refusal. I want to be the first guy. <laughs> Uh, to interview you when the book comes out. And I'd, and I'd love to just use every platform we have at our disposal to help you launch this thing. Excellent. I would love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm going to ask all of our, you know, all the members of the Man Up tribe, you know, um, to be ready when this book comes out. We have an obligation, I think, uh, as leaders without titles to make sure that folks know this book's out there, right? That, that this book is, this book of healing and resilience is out there, uh, that it's available to folks. So just be ready, right? Be ready to mobilize. I talk all the time about how we can have an impact in this world bigger than ourselves. And sometimes it's just pushing stuff out there into the gaps where it wasn't before. I've seen it time and time again. When you got a guy like Eric who's carrying this load, who is running these miles for other people, we can we can be position players, uh, and you talk about powerful, right? When a group like ours can push um, such an important book out into these different circles and get it out there, that changes that changes the world. It changes people's lives and it creates an impact. It leaves tracks that are bigger mm-hmm. than us and that last beyond our time. Eric, um, man, look, I, I can't tell you how proud I am of the work you're doing. I I, I am so grateful for you coming on the Man Up Report. Um, and uh, I really want you to come back on as we get closer to the book launch. Will you do that? Absolutely, and thank you very much, Scott. I'm very grateful for uh, to be able to talk with your with you and your audience, and uh, this is just a, an honor. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You know what? Let's close it like this. There's, there's, there's somebody out there hurting right now. Um, what's the one thing we didn't say that we need to say? What's the one thing you didn't say or I didn't ask you that needs to be said to that person who's out there hurting right now? 
I, I think a lot of people work with uh, or, or try to deal with post, post-traumatic stress. It's out there. It's real. But so is post-traumatic growth. Mm. And I think we can fight for that. Wow. That's so good, man. You are an amazing dude, Eric Hodgson, and I'm proud to call you a friend. Thank you, Scott. All right. We'll, <laughs> you too. Uh, you too. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on soon, pal. And, and for all of you listening, thanks for, for taking the time to lean in and lead the way that you do. Thanks for the impact that you make in your family, your community, your nation, your world. And it's guys like Eric, right, who are leading the charge. And, um, th- you know, that's the kind of impact you can have in your life, too. Um, you know, he saw a gap and he filled that gap and he didn't let grief get in the way of that. And I'm asking you to lead that way. If we all led that way, I believe we would hand this world over to our kids a hell of a lot better than we found it. So we're going to leave it right there. Um, until next time, uh, this is Scott Mann, your trusted source for leadership issues that matter and that have the impact bigger than ourselves. Thanks for listening to the Man Up Report and I'll see you on the high ground. I fell asleep around Macon Running 80 on Highway 75 18 years old Yeah, thinking I was good to go It was a stone cold miracle How I survived Took out three Georgia pine trees Turned that car to a pile of scrap I walked away Without a scratch Well that should have been a self-correcting mistake Kind of thing that leaves you wide awake All it did was feed my bulletproof So many times that I cheated death When people I love died for less Whole lot of second chances that I blew You ask me how I got here how I found this place The devil tried hard But when fate cut the cards It was God's grace Fast forward to an angry young man Fighting in the hills of Afghanistan Living for the moment On a one-way track I learned my trade And I learned it good I learned the value of brotherhood Still cuts me like a knife The ones that didn't make it back well, I can see their faces When I close my eyes Brother, you can bet As long as I'm alive They'll live on like a solid gold Country song so many times that I cheated death But people I love died for less Sometimes it don't seem right that I live on You ask me how I got here and how I found this place The devil tried hard but when fate cut the cards It was God's grace Never been one to look back The one thing stopped me in my tracks Was when they laid that baby girl in my arms 
all the demons I'd protected And the skeletons I'd collected Started turning loose with a cold grip on my heart I guess I found a little clarity For once in my life I could finally see It ain't my job to understand all of the times that I cheated death When people I love died for less well, Only God knows a plan Only God knows a plan Ooh, yeah You ask me how I got here And how I found this place Devil tried hard, but when fate cut the cards, it was God's grace. 